0: When did you get uh, start? When did you get acquainted with uh, music and music production?
1: Um. Yeah. Well, I've always had a passion for music. I can remember just being influenced by my my dad as a young kid. Um, remembering him uh, bringing some of his friends over to the house, and we would have tur- uh, he would have his turntables on playing some uh, reggae instrumentals and they would be rapping on a mic or uh, singing some like reggae stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. And as a young kid, I was just, there, just observing it. And um, I can just remember a time where I was just in my room as a as a young person. I probably was even, I probably was like six or seven years old just in my room, just like coming up with rhymes. And then one night, one day, um My dad brought me downstairs or I was just went downstairs, and I saw his friends downstairs and they were rapping on the mic and I ended up singing my rhyme and everybody everybody was so, like so surprised about that and like ever since then i don 't know it's it 's just something that that 's that 's embedded in me um my grandfather he was a musician too um he played the he played the um, the trumpet saxophone and the drums oh wow, and I played the drums. Well, um, you play the drums? Yes. Why don't I know that? You should know this. We went to school <laughs> together. <laughs> okay. I play the drums. I have a yeah. I have a drum set at my house, but electronic. I can't really make that much noise in where I live. But um, yeah, I do practice at my house. Not every day, but like I do practice and like yeah. So, I think my my, my ability for rhythm, I get it from my from my from my grandfather, and um yeah just a lot of things has happened to me in my in my childhood experiences um a lot of things i don't know if i should talk about because if certain people hear the things that i talk about okay, they, man. they'll probably get pissed but at the same time it, this is this is um these are my experiences so i just remember like um just just when I was in growing up in Montreal, just getting in trouble for like for like for stupid shit for no reason from my cousin and stuff, and like and just uh my cousin like just grounded me in my room for the whole summer for like for over stupid things. And my I have my friends on my window calling me like, "Yo, Josh, come outside, come outside." I couldn't go outside. Anyway, so uh my cousin, he was one. Of the person that inspired me to start writing poetry, because mm-hmm. um, he gave me um, one of his mixtapes that he that he made like back in like '93 or something like that, and I've right. always had that tape, and um, I've always listened to the radio when I when I went to sleep. Um, so I had not, without nothing else to do, I listened to my cousin's tape and like I found inspiration in, in that, and I just started trying to figure out, yo, how how is he saying all these words, figuring out all these words and all that stuff, and like saying all these things, and like I just in my room with nothing else to do with no form of entertainment, no TV. All I had was the radio and my cousin's tapes. And um, I took that and I started just writing my own stuff. And um, eventually he came down from Toronto and I showed him what I wrote. And he was like, yo, Josh, you have a talent. Just just keep up with it. Keep fighting. No matter what, just, just keep doing what it is that you're doing. Um,
0: How old were you when that happened?
1: That was around, I was still in high school. That was in, um, I was like 17, 17, 16, 17. Mm -hmm. First time um, experimenting with weed, smoking weed. And um, I realized when I smoked weed, it just put my mind in a different place where I can imagine, like I imagine deeper, like I had the music playing uh, in my room, even although my aunt, um... Never liked it. I still had my music playing in a room, Mix ninety six in Montreal for those who know who live in Montreal. Mix ninety six every Friday, every Saturday night, you have you hear those those mixes on the radio. Yeah, so I would go sneak, smoke my smoke my stuff like whatever bedtime, and like I'll just be listening to the radio and, and, and like zone out.
0: Shit, I wish uh, I wish I knew what it feels like to actually create some music when you're high. I never tried weed before.
1: It's uh deeper experience when when you when you when you well for everyone is different Mm -hmm. and some people who don't smoke they don't understand right and like when you look at artists music is all mental Mm -hmm. it's all emotions and feelings and um it's a zone and when you smoke or if i take a brew or a drink Mm -hmm. it puts me in a zone right of like yeah i can manifest this and and just like i don't know it's, it's hard to it's really hard to explain right it's really hard to explain
0: Uh, how do you usually get inspired when you write some music
1: when i'm listening to other songs that inspire me and um yeah i just listen to other songs whatever inspires me whatever makes me feel a vibe whatever makes me like feel like playing my drums Mm -hmm. if i hear a sample that that i already have because that happened to me enough times for example i don't even know i should be talking about this like there's some samples that I've had pro- like a long time ago, where like for example, like Drake's Hot Bling Bling, I can show you the dates. Even Alicia Keys' um, New York State of Mind. Great. This was before I came to Toronto. This was like in 2007. I'm discovering. Uh, I had my own setup in that basement where I was, and my uncle had his records in the main like living area of the basement, but just rooms in the basement. So my makeshift studio was in that basement, and I had a turntable. So I was going through his records and all that. So picking up samples, like live samples off of a record. I put those samples on my computer so you can hear the pops and, and all that stuff. So I got the, um, the New York State of Mind uh, sample and the Hotline Bling sample but in 2007, but I couldn't even figure out how to place the drums. Then a couple months went by, whatever. I'm like, fuck it, whatever. A couple months went by, and then I hear those, I hear those two same samples on the radio. Those other those artists, they they used it. I'm like, fuck. But I don't get discouraged. I just that just lets me know that I'm on the right track and my ears is, is on point to know like what's
0: Wait, wait, wait. So they use your samples?
1: Not my sample. Like they use us, they use a sample. For example, if you have a record and you have a song on that record that's five minutes long, right? And you pick a particular piece off of that five minute um record uh-huh. and you hear someone else. Like on a radio, someone who's big, whatever, and they, they took that same
0: Oh, okay. So they took the same sample that you took for your for your song, right? Yeah,
1: off of a five five like just imagine if a song was five minutes long right, right, right. or six minutes long uh-huh. and you're listening to that song and you oh and like, oh shit, let me take this. Okay. And that song is five minutes long and then someone else never heard anything from like whatever, you never picked that, but but someone else they took that same same part off of a five minute song. Mm-hmm. But like I was trying to say, like that doesn't discourage me. It just makes me know that I'm on point, I'm on track, and my ear is, is, is good. Right, right, right. I'm on the right. I'm on the right path.
0: Did your religious background affect you being very particular on your songs?
1: Yeah, cause my grandmother, um, she was a Jehovah Witness, mm-hmm. and um, as she got older, her eyes were getting bad and stuff, and she uh, couldn't read. She couldn't couldn't read her books and she would always do uh, services on particular days of the week. And she wasn't able, she wasn't mobile mobile enough to go to these meetings. Mm -hmm. So she would listen to them over the phone and she would have to do her Bible studies and her eyes were bad. I was the one, because uh, my aunt passed away and um, my cousins, they left that house. So it was only me, my one aunt and my grandmother. And I was basically taking care of my grandmother when my aunt went to work. So... Uh, anytime my grandmother had her Bible studies, uh help her read her stuff so she could take out, down her notes. And, um, yeah, I, it helped uh, my imagination and helped my spirituality as a person and, and helped me keep certain certain type of morals within me. But, um, yeah, I do miss that, um, that spiritual connection that I had with my grandmother. And, that, like, sometimes here, being in a new city um, in Ontario, still... Doing things um, on my own with kind of no help, I do wish I still had that guidance guidance from my grandmother because there's so much like negative influences around here. People try to um, people try to, to try to break you. People try to uh, manipulate you. People try to like tarnish your your spirit to make you give up on on your on your stuff. And you have to have like a lot of willpower to keep going and into like kind of brainwash yourself to like to to be a warrior and to like keep doing what it is that you're doing. Because to me, music is like a sport and like, um, if this is something that you really want to do, you can't give up. And especially if you're, if you're trying to make a name for yourself and you just started making a name for yourself, you can't let someone discredit your name or try to, try to make you look bad on your, on your name and stuff. You have to, it's just like a fighting sport. You have, to, you always have to be on your, on your guard and stuff. And, um, yeah, right now I do feel like I need to get back into my my spirituality, deeper into my spirituality and deeper deeper into my zone, to to get to where I need to be.
0: Right, are you religious?
1: Am I religious? Yes. And, and what? What do you mean?
0: Like, uh, are you following any major religion?
1: I consider myself a a Christian, mm-hmm. but um, I'm not like religious. Religious. Right. I do have beliefs. Mm-hmm. I do believe in, in a higher power. I do believe in God. I do try to say say my prayers um every night, but like but sometimes when you're going through hard times, it's not you're just like you just wanna go to sleep, whatever, whatever. But I know in subconsciously, people or me, you are still asking a higher power for like, yo, let this happen. Let me let me let me achieve what it is that I wanna achieve because like not everything is, is in within within your power. Just like hidden, unseen forces that um try to prevent you from getting to where, where you're trying to be. And there's a lot of jealousy people when they come into your space and they see what you have and they see your potential and they try to do whatever it is to to make you not believe in, believe in yourself, especially when they know that you don't have anybody backing you. Right. So if you're a one-man army, if you're you, you, you have no choice but to push push through that you, you don't have no choice and then when you're aggressive people want to know why you're aggressive but like it's just the experiences that you've that you've had that that make that make you that, that makes you become this way
0: because you
1: don't want to be a punk you don't want people to walk all over you you don't want people to like if you're making a, a track whatever to, to talk shit you have to be like assertive in, in a certain type of way you know this is what I'm doing this is who I am, and I'm going to pursue this regardless of what, whatever you think or whatever you say. This is a battle. Right. <laughs> it's, it's a fight. You don't let people push you.
0: Yeah, the reason I was asking you about being particular is uh, recently we had this little, a few sessions with Josh, and actually I worked with other people before, but none of them were so very specific on what they want from the track especially on the vocals like me myself i've never done that many edits on the vocal tracks as josh josh is doing so that's really crazy and i find it very cool okay um why did you go to Trebus? like for those who don't know Trebus is audio engineering college that we went to and uh yeah what was like do you remember that moment when you went there?
1: Why did I, why did I choose to go to Travis? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Be- not, not Travis in particular, but an audio school in general.
1: Because this is something I wanted to pursue. This is a passion of mine that I wanted to pursue. I don't want to um, live my life and not accomplish anything. This is something that I've been working at since since childhood. Since my own development and people, my family didn't know what the, what the hell I was doing all always in the basement, just working, working on music, but it was a passion that I had. And, um, going to Travis, just, um, going to Travis just reinforced everything that I, that I've already knew and to let me know that I was on the right, that I was on the right track. Cause I've been putting my speakers like in certain ways. I've been having my own makeshift, um, mixer in a, in a drawer, I had my equalizer in, in a, in a drawer, took out all the drawers had a mixer in the top drawer and like my equalizer in the in the middle the drawer and stuff like that. Just like um experiment experimenting with, with certain things and just going to Travis Um reassured me that I was on the right on the right track. Also, I didn't want to live my life knowing that I'm just going to work every day, working a, a, a like um a dead-end job and not actually doing what it is that I wanna do. I actually want wanted to accomplished something in my life to know that i went to school went to college and and um i achieved something and now me having the certificate but regardless of having the certificate it's just having something in, in your back pocket but like just reassuring me and um reinforcing it in my mind that um yeah. I have something else that I can do when I'm certified of doing it. I don't have to work at a dead end job. I can be my own boss. I can work for myself if I wanted to and I'm, and I'm certified. Uh,
0: tell me a little bit about your lifestyle experience. I remember you've posted quite a few stories on your Instagram page where you were on that, uh, big live show. And I was really curious about that stuff. Could you tell me about it more?
1: Yeah, I was working at a job, <clears throat> a meat factory and, um, Coincidentally, I was in a trailer with um, my supervisor, and he was asking me questions about my about my um, my goals and what I'm trying to do. I told him that I just recently graduated from school, audio engineering school, and I'm trying to develop something for myself. Coincidentally, he was an audio engineer, and he told me that um, he does um, some live shows and live events, and he put me on to uh, Sunfest. And um, through Sunfest, I met a lot of big reggae artists, People who came straight from, uh, Jamaica, for example, uh, Barrington, Levi, um, Luciano, um, Sanchez, Sizzla, and, um, I Wayne. I met those people, shook their hands. Um, I was also fortunate enough to be on stage and work, work backstage with, um, the main engineer, um, Malcolm, which is also my mentor. What, any anytime I need, anytime I have any questions about anything audio related, he's he's always there to to ask to answer my questions. Um, yeah. So that's basically it. <laughs>
0: uh, how, how how was your experience? Was it hard uh, when you were working there?
1: It was nerve wracking just only only to go on stage. Okay. Nerve wracking just to go on stage, <laughs> okay. and you have like a like thousands of people just standing there, just looking at you. Like you don't want to trip on stage, you don't trip over a quarter or, or mess up or act like you don't know what you're doing. Right, right. That was the only part. But like, after like you, you just block that out of, out of your mind. Like everything's just like easy. You just do what you have to do. If the artists, uh, if the artists who singing, like they need, they need a, like a new mic, mm-hmm. just always be prepared. Like always have a backup mic prepared. Cause like these artists are sweating like crazy on, on stage and stuff. So like the water from their sweat can like, um, go into the mic and like drain the battery. So you always be prepared. That's what that's what that taught me.
0: Right. Uh, you said you were working with lots of uh, reggae artists. How how did you find it working with uh,
1: reggae style? Reggae? Yo, live instruments is 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 the shit, isn't it, yo? It's the shit. <laughs> live instruments, like when you're on stage and you hear that drummer play his drums and then you hear the bass come in, is yo, the experience and whatever you and the experience and, and what it makes you feel in your soul uh-huh. is like, yo. You can't. I can't even put that in words. It's crazy.
0: Wow, wow. wow. Do Do you have a favorite style in music?
1: I don't have a favorite style, but like, um, if I'm gonna make a beat, it's it's usually gonna be like a like a trap trap beat or like a trap soul beat or, or like some type of R and B beat. But um, when I sit down, it all depends on my mood and where my mm-hmm. where my head is at at that moment.
0: But have you tried writing in different genres uh, than you are that you are comfortable with?
1: Yeah, but just for fun, mm-hmm. not nothing serious. I've made fun of country music. I've made fun of record music, just for fun. Right, right, right. Yeah. But um, yeah. Even if even though it's just for fun, like like I can still those are just those are still ideas. Like music doesn't always have to be serious. You can you can have fun with it.
0: Right, Right. Right. Do you ever hit uh writer's block or, like, creative block that when you're trying to write something, you ac- actually cannot?
1: Uh, yeah, I do, like, all the time. But um, I fight through it, fight through the writer's block. Sometimes, yeah, I do get frustrated. I'm like, yo, what the fuck I'm making? Yo, today's not the fucking day. <laughs> yo, s- sometimes, yo, most times I am like that, though. But, like, I don't, I try to, tomorrow's a new day. And I just keep, try to keep creating. And, like, I try to find inspiration from, from, from a hundred different places, a thousand different places that i that I can get in from, uh inspiration from and I just keep keep going no matter what All right no matter what
0: um can you tell me a little bit about uh working with client experience
1: um when you're beginning when you're first starting working with clients, you can get a client um first um suggestion i would I would like to tell you is to not um lowball yourself. If you know your skills and you know your value, do not lowball yourself for for anyone. If um you have a certain price for a certain thing that you do, it's because you are very good at what you what you're doing and that price is suitable f- for you. Um do not lowball lowball low yourself for that client because if you do, a client will have certain expectations of you and they will always expect that and then you'll end up doing more work than than you should be doing for that client and they'll just end up taking advantage of you so that's my biggest thing to not lowball yourself and to keep your uh your price where it is because of your value you know your value
0: right you want to talk about your workflow my workflow yeah yeah how how do you usually start making your music like uh is it always the same or
1: is it always random it's just my my workflow is random could be watching a movie, I can have music playing and like I feel a vibe off of music and um I can be making food, I could be cooking dinner. <laughs> I could be taking the shit. I'm joking, I'm joking. And like and like I just feel inspired and I just making music. Like to the point where like everything just sounds like a snare to me. Like if I'm taking the shit, my shit sounds like a snare in the toilet.
0: <laughs>
1: it sounds like a snare. I don't oh know. My
0: fucking God oh the pop like I like that yo
1: exactly (laughs) exactly yo everything I don't know just my ears just just becomes like in tune like everything just sounds like a musical instrument to me like the water drop from the sink uh, the time it takes to to drop into the sink like the oh that was so lit oh shit (laughs) it just drops in the sink just the time how'd you do that what (laughs) I cannot do it. We can't laugh when you do it. You can't smile okay, when you okay, do okay,
0: it. Okay, okay, I'm serious now. That is so close.
1: Yo, it's like that okay, because you have to do like oh, right and blow. Not really blow, but like.
0: What the fuck? <laughs> oh, oh, you have got
1: talent, man. I'm telling you. Why can't I do it? No, do it. Let me see your mouth. do this do this yeah yeah Ooh, shit!
0: Oh. <laughs> oh man okay i learned something today <laughs> have you ever tried actually sampling uh, the stuff around you with a microphone i mean, like some people actually do on youtube they would take some uh watermelon like there was a guy on youtube who took a watermelon and it would sample like everything he would hit it and would create a kick then a snare he would hit it differently then he would rub it it would create some sort of a hi-hat and that stuff have you tried have you tried that
1: no i haven't really gotten into depth of of doing stuff like that no mm-hmm. that'll be fun yeah but um everything just depends on where my mind where my mind is at at that moment but mm-hmm. usually i just i just use like the kicks and the snares that i have Already in my, in my DAW. Right, right, right. Uh,
0: Have you ever thought about uh, working in film industry?
1: I have a lot. I watch a lot of movies and like, I can't watch a movie without like, um, knowing that like, if a guy turns his head, it was, if a guy turns his head in a movie, like I know he's not talking. I know that's all ADSR.
0: Uh, oh, what's it called? ADR?
1: ADR. Yeah. ADR. Yeah. In some points, like if I have, if I have a like, I can't watch movies with people around me because every time I'm watching movies, I'm like, "Yo, this guy's not talking. That's not his real footprint." (laughs) I'm like, "Yo, you can't." (laughs) But like,
0: it's bad for us. Can you imagine actual film people, um, like film uh, students and all those guys who are working film industry? Can you imagine how it's uh, ruined for them all the experience from watching a movie?
1: No. I don't know like I've asked some
0: people it's totally ruined because they are thinking about <laughs> lighting they are thinking about the everything else that they are working uh, they have worked before
1: yeah mm. I don't think uh, I don't know that's I don't know for me I wouldn't know it's like it's
0: like imagine uh, the same stuff you remember Jeff's class at Travis hey would tell us like listen to those fuck ups in this song like there was a popular song he would uh, let us listen and like it's some certain moment, like a uh, minute one and five seconds, there would be like a click that's not supposed to be there or a breath or somebody just hit a microphone or something like that. Like, it would be old songs. And he said, after that, all the songs that you're going to be listening afterwards would be ruined for you. Because you would be listening for those fuck-ups. And it kind of did. So it would be the same for the film people. They would be looking for all those things that regular people don't really pay attention to.
1: Yeah, and I think that's fun. it it kind of is but you don't really enjoy (laughs) the movie anymore I don't care I just know (laughs) I just like yo I could well if he fucks up well it just makes me know like yo if he can do this I can do this and it's not to be perfect perfect because like you said the average average listener they won't be able to tell the difference like I remember before before going to school I was listening to uh, The Chronic 2001 Dr. Dre Mm -hmm. and I I was listening to that like really really in depth and I can't remember what song it was I think it was um, Not what's the difference Between me and you Maybe it was Maybe it was that song But like There was a note That was shorter Like But then there was like A note that was like It was supposed to prolong But the note was half Mm -hmm. I'm like Yo he fucked up (laughs) But like I'm trying to I'm trying to show everybody Yeah Dr. Dre made a mistake Oh shit uh, But then like (laughs) Whatever uh, yeah,
0: <laughs> have you actually uh, made any songs like uh, songs because I, I only heard you rapping before but uh, you just kind of sang a melody and I imagine you doing that kind of mm-hmm. stuff have you ever done that
1: before um I have songs I haven't really recorded any songs um really recorded any songs I would like to but um it's just because um my mind isn't really where it's, at, where, it's where it should be Mm-hmm. Right now, and i'm trying to get my mind into that spot, but there's a lot of things that's been happening happening that's um fucking with my um my train of thought and my mind shit and i'm trying to overcome that but eventually yeah i will come up i will come out with um with something right hopefully and um but right now i'm just um focusing on um helping other people develop their their skills their craft and um yeah, getting getting them out right, right, right. at the present moment, and in the background, just just working working on myself too.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you play any instruments? Like you said, you play drums. You definitely know how to use the keyboard. Uh, do you know anything else?
1: Yeah, I do. Um, the funny thing, how I started learning how to play the drums was um, back in elementary school. There was always this kid that always brought some some type of toy at school, like yo-yo, the new thing, the drumsticks, and whatever. So he, yeah, he skateboards. So he he brought one day he brought uh, his he brought drumsticks at mm-hmm. school he just gave it to me I don't have any drums he just gave it to me I'm like okay thank you I was in grade five and when I got to grade six um, this guy who um, apparently lived close to me mm-hmm. coincidentally lived close to me he uh, gave me a lift to work I mean gave me a lift to uh, home like at lunchtime right. and as we were in the car he was telling me he has a drum set I'm like yeah right you want no drum set. And he's like, "Ask my mom. Yeah, I do have a drum set." And like his mom, like, "Yeah, I do. He does have a drum set." And then it's okay, so we went to his house, and um, he showed me his drum set. Yeah, he had a drum set, and then um, he showed me a, like a, a few things. and I took that and I, and I I just learned from that and like I've been always going to his house as a young kid just to just to uh, practice, and I had my drum set from this guy who gave it to me in grade five, mm-hmm. and I've just been practicing ever since, and like. Him, his name is Matthew Fleming. That guy, that dude, like I'll never forget him. He's the one that taught me how to how to how to play the drums. Oh shit. And um, ever since then, um, I went to high school, I had a competition with this other guy who wanted to who wanted the drums too in music in music class, and I, I got it over him. I didn't know how to use the 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 kick at that time. Right. But then since um since that music class in high school, I ended up learning how to use the kick and I yeah, developed develop my skill on how to play drums. I also play keys. I don't know how to read music, but I can play by ear. With guitar, I don't know chords or like whatever, but I can still I can still uh play by ear, find find something out.
0: Oh shit. With, that's with, with that's actually a really nice skill to have.
1: Yeah, I can't read music, but I can play by ear. Mm-hmm. I can find notes.
0: Have you tried conquering any other instruments
1: or would you want to? Every instrument I can play. It's to me every instrument is like a it's like a piano. Other aside from the drums, every instrument is like a piano. If I okay. Wanted...
0: Okay. I thought I thought the same thing too, and then I took a violin. You cannot play that shit
1: without practicing like half a year at least before. If you can play the guitar, you can play violin. No way. Like you can play it with your
0: fingers, <laughs> like a pizzicato or something. But if you take the bow and try to, because like just to try putting violin on your shoulders, like there is a whole science behind that. And then your wrist, you have to do that shit and try playing the guitar like this it's freaking insane
1: no but it's just still frets there is no frets no not frets but it's still pressing the, the yeah, yeah
0: yeah it's kind of the same thing as i with know the guitar.
1: yeah but i know i'm off a of theory i know with the with the violin you have to like with the ball right you have to like tilt it in, in certain ways yeah
0: yeah yeah yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but it's so crazy I, I thought i could learn how to play a violin and i kind of did i was, you can. Yeah I, yeah I thought but you need you need lots of practice to oh. do that but uh, I just got annoyed after some time and now it's just lying there covered with dust. Do you have any, or I would rather say, what are your goals, music-related goals?
1: I'm just trying to have a career where I can do what I love to do and not have to work a, a 9 to 5. If I have to work a 9 to 5 just for like extra dough, but like um, long-term, I would like to... I don't know how, how this will all pan out. I might need a team right i might have to work just in in the background and have my team do, do do the work though but like i'm just trying to um have a career in the music industry whether whether i just have a i just want to have a career in the entertainment industry mm-hmm. whether it be acting um, voiceovers um, producing anything anything that anything that involves entertainment i would like to, i want to do
0: i didn't know you were into acting how do i know i didn't know you were into acting you didn't know. I didn't know. Have oh. you ever, have you ever done it before?
1: Yeah, I have some stuff on I have some stuff on on my Insta- I have some stuff on Instagram and some stuff on YouTube. I'll
0: okay, what kind of uh, um, movies movies was it.
1: It's so, not movies, just um short movies. Extras, just being an extra. Right, right, right. I was a main character in um in one music video. Mm-hmm. Wasn't no talking, just uh just body language stuff. And yeah, that's that's it. you, right. can, you can see that video on my on my Instagram. Mm-hmm. Three Kings, fifty-eight eighty.
0: Oh, right. tell me about the Three Kings thingy. <laughs> what? <laughs> your your uh, artist name is Three Kings, right? Yeah. Well, why is that?
1: Um, that's because of my name, my birth name, my birth names, Joshua, Alexander, John. That's why I call myself Three Kings.
0: Yeah, it, it still doesn't make sense to a lot of <laughs> listeners. Like, what the hell? <laughs> what do you mean? So, so what? Joshua, uh, Alexander.
1: Joshua from the Bible, Alexander the Great, and John the ba- Baptist, which is why I name myself. I call myself Three Kings.
0: And how long have you been with this uh, artist name?
1: Um, I found this name around 2012. Right. Uh, so
0: what else do you like doing except for writing music? And uh, all the artistic stuff. Do you have any other hobbies, stuff that you like to do,
1: aside from music? Yeah, yeah. Um, I like acting. I like um, watching movies. Um, I like sports.
0: What kind of sports?
1: Uh, basketball, football. You play it often? Well, since this whole pandemic thing, no. Mm-hmm. And plus, like my neighborhood from Montreal isn't the same as here because like I went to school with everyone that I, that I lived that I lived around right and <laughs> the area that I live in right now is full of crackheads oh shit and you can't make any friends you can't trust anybody so it's it's not that type of environment that where, where, where I came from so you can't really go out mm-hmm. I can I can go to certain places and play basketball but I don't have really a team to like yo you want to go play football I don't have that people who are like in the same like I want to start exercising and like I w- it would be nice to have um an exercise buddy you every, everything in in my area it's like you have to do it you have to do it alone you have to do it by yourself because there's a, people you can't trust even when it comes to like recording people like i feel like i have a, i have to have a camera in my house just just in case <laughs> just in case because like i'm going to have someone over my house and then it, and then what they threaten me like yo i want your computer or i want all your i want your hard drive or something like and, th- and start threatening me inside of my own house you have to really be careful of that stuff. Like that's that's why. Like if you're doing any type of business thing, like you have to have you have to you have to like it, everything's a risk and everything's a chance. And you if if you want to make that money, make that money. But like, just know that inviting people at your house and doing all that stuff is a, is a risk, especially if, if this is a person that you don't even know, right, right? And stuff. So you really have to be be careful with th- with, with that. And like having a team, and um having someone that has your back and you're inviting your clients over i think that's that's a that's a better better way of of doing that mm-hmm. doing doing your business recording people and all that stuff and i've said this i said this before too like even if i had my own um my own um store at a at a, at a location and stuff i'm still i still feel like I, i'm going to need protection because if someone gets pissed off or someone gets jealous of, of the stuff that you have, and they know your location, they know your area, they're gonna, they're gonna try, and they know what you have, right. they're gonna come, try to come and rob you and, and take your stuff.
0: <laughs> Shit, that's scary. It is scary. We uh, we,
1: we came into a scary business.
0: Wow, <laughs> I thought that kind of stuff is not happening in Toronto, but apparently I'm wrong. Say that again. I thought that kind of stuff is not happening in Toronto, but Your way
1: okay. <laughs> Toronto, Toronto's the worst. Oh shit! Really? Toronto's the worst. What? T- Toronto is the worst. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like I heard, like once in a while, there would be some news about people. Uh, shooting somebody but that would be so rare so I thought it's not once
1: in a while like um you live you live on finch you're not too far from jane and finch right um so jane and finch and you take um no yeah jane and finch you take jane from jane and finch to um like driftwood in area i was i was living there like a a couple years ago like two three years ago like there's a shooting at a there's a Top Cliff, I think that's the name of the street. There's a shooting there. Mm-hmm. at an elementary school. Like how long? How long ago was it? Two, three years ago. Oh, Two, far. three years ago. Um, I think maybe uh, four years ago, Christmas time. I'm living on Driftwood. Um, the the, the high rise apartments, and I'm looking out my window on Christmas. There's a car on fire. Oh shit! There's a car on fire. Right, I can just see it, and the car could have exploded. <laughs>
0: okay, I guess Toronto is not really safe. Toronto,
1: no, <laughs> I don't know where you, I don't know what you've been seeing around here, but like, oh man, it's Toronto, no. And I have like CP twenty four on my phone. I watch that not every day, but like since this whole week was only about COVID, COVID, and the COVID vaccines, getting your mm-hmm. COVID vaccine. That's all. They, that's all they're talking about. Right. But um, yeah. I've shootings, shooting close by shootings in areas that I've, that I've been in that I've walked by in mm-hmm. shootings where I, where I've lived in before. It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Shit. In Tor- Toronto, it's crazy.
0: Okay. Okay. To everyone who stayed thus far, thank you for listening. And, uh, we'll see you again.
1: If you ever want to get at me, three Kings at 5880 on Instagram, um, if you ever need your edits done, if you wanna get recorded mix and mastering, just uh, just hit me up at 3Kings5880 on Instagram.